0: humans are the measure of all things we are geometrical figures designing the blueprint of our destinies we are the architects of the universe this is so because we were casted down from above to reign the earth We all have a brotherly relation with the universe and the stars above. This is a fact because many of our elements that make up the stars also inhabit our bodies. Elements such as hydrogen, carbon, potassium, calcium, sodium, iron, nitrates, etc. are found to be the dominant atomic structure that formed the stars, the oceans, the earth, and the sun. These are also found in our bodies. Ninety-nine percent of the universe and all species of life are made up of six elements that contain these kinds of atoms, hydrogen, helium, carbon, neon, oxygen, and nitrogen. According to the Big Bang Theory, before these elements organized, there was chaos. We are the descendants of chaos. Why? Because in the beginning, there was chaos. There was no order or organization among the elements. Without unity, these elements held no purpose. There was nothing in its place. No laws of physics to maintain order. These elements somehow crossed paths, united, compressed, and formed a syndicate of neutrons in which created protons and electrons. The powerful force of this newborn energy set off a chain reaction, and the Big Bang was born. It was because of the Big Bang that the laws of physics were passed down. The laws in which organize all order. We are the laws of physics. They are well written in our genetic code. We are one with nature because the oceans carry sodium like our bodies carry sodium. We are the stars. We are the soil. We are the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdom. We have been related to these elements since the beginning since chaos reigned the universe. These compounds govern themselves in a divine fashion within our bodies and across the universe. Before the laws were organized, they had to first be unity among the elements. They had to first be order and sequence. If sequence and order manifested itself into perfection, then out of chaos, we can create our state of perfection through unifying and organizing ourselves according to the natural phenomena of what we call life. These are the blending of the laws of physics into our structural habitat. It has been the casting down of these elements that has given birth to matter in the form of liquids, solids, and gases. Out of gases might have came liquids and out of liquids, my half came solids. Whatever the sequence, it is a combination of all three that holds the blueprint of our entire physical structure, the body, a whole frame, which is 360 degrees. Why is our physical structure 360 degrees? Because it is passed down to us through the holy book that man is made in the image of God, which is Complete perfection. In ancient times, the body was regarded as a temple, and in this temple was where it was where an adept would enter to find the meaning of life. In other words, it is the inner self that the seeker would search for answers. The temple of this perfect human is this pyramid, a pyramid's four corners at the base consists of four 90 degree angles adding up to 360. A perfect geometrical figure or frame. Before a perfect human is even aware of the pyramid's higher power he is like an element without order. He is still in chaos ignorance which is why when facing the pyramid he is blindfolded Before entering the temple, he must first bear two grails or cups. One will contain a sweet substance and the other a sour substance. He will possess one in each hand. This will remind the perfect human that on his journey to find and master life, he will and must encounter fortune and pleasure, which represent the sweet substance. And he will encounter pain and calamities, which is the sour substance. The perfect human will carry the grails and his blindfold upon entering the first stage or chamber, which is the stage of knowledge. In this first stage, he will and must learn about the powers embedded in the several living arts and sciences, liberal arts and sciences. He will have to exercise everything from the uh, uh, academic sciences to the moralistic values in which he was raised upon. He shall work the seven sciences, which are history, mathematics, astrology, philosophy, grammar, and the principles of music, and let them influence his thoughts and actions. Once that he has acquired enough knowledge to consider himself a man of intellect, then he will be fit to, con- to enter the stage of understanding. In the stage of understanding, an automatic connection between the seven sciences will occur, thus bringing them back to its principles, uh, to its principal lessons in which the ancient Egyptians had a universal branch of knowledge called the mysteries. One branch. It was a combination of all the sciences boiled down just to one branch. This is why in modern times we associate scientific formulas with mathematics, mathematics with astrology, philosophy with grammar, etc. The integrating of these different branches of knowledge brings about a unified understanding of life and unravels some of the many folds of the mysteries of antiquity and contemporary epics. The stage of understanding is when a perfect human begins to see with its third eye. Even though he or she is still blindfolded, he or she can walk up through the darkest chamber of the pyramid because the third eye will serve as his guiding light. The third eye is once intuition, perception, reasoning, and highest intelligence. When many years of self-discipline and understanding has occurred in a perfect human's life and has built and strengthened his or her goals or personal achievements, you can then elevate into the next stage of the pyramid, which is the stage of respect. The higher that once travels up the pyramid the denser the volume's capacity will become. This means that the inner dimensions of the temple decreases upon elevation, leaving room for those few and chosen ones who know the value and rewards of the struggle and is worthy of respect. The final stage of respect holds but one true perfect human in which sits on but one true and authentic throne This is the stage where victory over self has occurred. A person at this stage has mastered life through many years of love, honor, sacrifice, obedience, and righteousness. These are the five principles that which stands upon the most high. This is the stage where a perfect human's dedication and self-righteousness has made him or her worthy of many honorable titles which are engraved in gold and decorated with precious gems. Once that a perfect human has reached the stage, he or she has marked their zenith. You shall sit atop of the pyramid in awe. You shall then spill the grails of both sweet and sour You shall have no need to keep them as reminders. You are the architect of their creator. The sweet, beautiful, and lavish shall manifest with the wave of the right hand. And calamities, suffering, and destruction shall be manifested with the wielding of the left fist. Upon elevating onto this stage of respect, his eyes shall now set his blindfold ablaze For he can never be blindfolded by darkness. Sitting on your throne. You shall now feel the soothing warmth of the almighty. Seeing Eye, Piercing over you with pride. As you look toward the four corners of the earth. In which the spirit shall dwell. When you had decided to no longer remain. A physical entity. Entity. But a spiritual one on the right hand of the Father, King of kings, Lord of lords, shepherd of man and giver of everlasting life. At this stage, the perfect human will be revealed, the sacred truth of what lies concealed. The sky will be your scroll and the word in which one was lost will once again find its existence in the idiom, I am who I am. Yahweh.